Today we are speaking with Steve Post, System Director Supply Chain at Bristol Health in Bristol, Connecticut, about their community efforts to source PPE. Steve, thank you very much for joining us today and sharing Bristol's innovative approach to PPE sourcing. Can you please give us a short background on Bristol Health? Uh, sure. Uh, glad to help out. Uh, Bristol Health is anchored by Bristol Hospital. We're one of the three remaining independent hospitals in Connecticut. That's not part of a larger system. We're a 154-bed uh, hospital. Bristol Health also has a skilled nursing facility, an ambulance service, physician practice, and home care, and hospice. So we cover the entire continuum on a small scale. Can you please explain how you came up with this idea? Sure. Uh, it all started with where I had some friends and colleagues of mine reach out to me over various social media platforms and just send messages of support. And, and one of them, uh, along with a message of support, also included, if there's anything I can do to help, you know, let me know. So <laughs> at first, your mind kind of goes past that. Well, you don't work here. You know, there's, you know, you can't go place orders for us or do this and that. But then I stopped and thought, well, maybe there is something to do. So I, you know, reached back out and I said, well, if you want to help, actually what you could do is help us search all these smaller and second-tier suppliers that may have inventory one day and not the next because you know, we have a small staff here and we don't have the ability to call 30 or 40 vendors every day. So that's kind of where the idea got started. How did you choose the volunteers? Did you have specific criteria? have to be people that we know and they can be responsible and really take good direction. But everyone who volunteered to, to help us out kind of fit that criteria. So there wasn't much of a screening process other than they had to understand that they can't make commitments on behalf of the organization and understand what their role is. They're just inquiring about the availability of supplies on our behalf and that we would follow up. What was the first thing you did to develop this plan? Sure. So what we did is we created kind of a, a shared document it is split into three sections. One was a list of vendors that we currently deal with and, and also ones that we have screened through or utilized rather that have been screened through like a, our state's uh, procurement office, hospital association, um, equity screen vendors if they are an existing vendor with Vizient, that sort of thing, and, mm -hmm. and put all these into a, a list and say, these are the vendors, this is the type of supplies they have. If we had the contact information, you know, a rep, we put that in there. And if we had an established account with them, we included that account number in there because some of these vendors, unless you had that account number, won't release any information. The, the second part of the list was actual list of supplies that we were needing them to chase down for that day. If we got a large shipment of Buffon calves in that was, you know, enough for the rest of the month, we would move that down to don't need to chase anymore. And then the final part of the shared document is where they would input if they found something, what it was and how much it was. And then they would send an email to our shared email inbox. And my team would get that email and pick that up from there and then reach out to the vendors and say, we know you have you know, availability of this product. We'd like to place an order. Here's the PO. And then go back to the spreadsheet and put that information in who got the ball on my team. What's the order number? When's the expected delivery? Some of the other information that we provide uh, folks with a supply list of things that we're looking for is a standard price range so they would know 
if if they happen to find availability of something we're looking for, if the price is exorbitant or price gouging. We also provide links to the product page so they can actually see what they're looking for to give them an idea. If they find something they think is similar, they can kind of compare the specs and the pictures and then use that to guide if they should send it to us or it's something totally different. And and this is, a, you said it's a shared uh, sheet. So what program did you use uh, for that? It's a Google Sheet. Oh, it's like a Google Docs. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, I like to say that the, the main point of this was to, for these volunteers and these second-tier suppliers, which to bridge the gap between what is our monthly allocated amount from our distributor to what the required amount is to care for our patients during this you know, ramp-up period. How many volunteers do you have working with you, and how many calls do they make per day? So we have uh, about four right now. What we ask them to do is take a look at our supplier list and, and sign up and put their name down that they will be the one that owns that supplier to reach out to them and, <clears throat> and check on a, a daily basis or at a iteration that they find most appropriate once they've made first contact. That way somebody from my team or another volunteer isn't calling the same people and asking the same questions. I don't ask them to commit to a minimum quantity. If someone can do one a day, that's great. That's one less that somebody else has to do. People have generally signed up for anywhere between four and 15. Have any of the volunteers not followed directions? And if so, how do you handle or correct those actions? Yes, we have. We try to remember that they're volunteering their time and, and their effort and their energy to help us. So, uh, and remembering that you know, they're not supply chain professionals. They're doing their best. So, you know, I reach back out, you know, for example, one of the things that we ask folks to do is if they find something, email our shared email inbox. One of my team will take ownership of that and work on it right away. Sometimes they've made a note on the sheet and not emailed us. Sometimes they've made notes in the sheet in the wrong place. Sometimes they've emailed us for stuff that they found that wasn't actually on the list. But as they get the hang of it, and as I say, you know, I'll reach out to them and say, thanks for sending this, we're jumping on it. But just in the future, if you find something, we want to make sure that we work on it right away if you found something for us, so please communicate it this way. How has using the volunteers benefited your supply chain team? I'd say the, the value that it's brought to us the most is that it allowed my team to work and concentrate mainly on our first-tier uh, first suppliers, our distributors, our main suppliers, to reach out to them and contact every day and log into their website and see what they have and, and, and work it from that angle. That's really saved time on, on their part that would have been spent calling these smaller suppliers and maybe getting one case of isolation gowns here and there or calling five or ten suppliers and maybe one of them has product. That saves us a lot of time. What advice would you give organizations who want to implement something similar to your efforts? I would say take a little bit of time to write a really good message to send to folks to say, do you want to be a hero and help help your community out? Are you stuck at home? Well, now, now's your chance to make a difference. Kind of share that with some friends and see who you can guilt trip or inspire to come help. And then I guess provide them guidance and what to do, but most importantly is show that you are following up and taking action with the information that they're providing. So that was part of the reason why we have that third section of the shared document we call fines, for lack of a better word, 
so they can see their name and then they can see our follow-up and they can actually see proof that we've ordered it and that we uh, have received it, that sort of thing. Steve, we greatly appreciate you spending time with us today and explaining how Bristol is using friends and family to help source these critical supplies that are so desperately needed. We thank you very much and wish you the best of luck combating COVID-19 and caring for your patients. Uh, thank you, and I'm, I'm glad to help.